0: Hi and welcome to this week's episode of Novelty. This week we will be discussing the first Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or Philosopher's Stone. If uh, publishers did don't didn't think your country was idiotic,
1: Philosopher's Stone. If you are not American, America.
0: America is Canada. Does Canada use philosopher or sorcerers?
1: Um, they probably it's probably philosophers. I mean, if you think about it, like
0: yeah well maybe i don't know anyway we're just weird yeah why are we talking about canada but i am looking it up
1: i'm gonna say philosopher only because a lot there's british citizens right no that's probably stupid
0: canada uses philosopher
1: exactly i knew i called it who uses sorcerer
0: american just americans
1: yeah we're losers okay (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna be talking about our spoiler-free book review. Though to be honest, um,
0: if you haven't read the first Harry Potter book, how are what you are listening? You how are you listening to a book podcast? But yeah, I I'm not judging. Yeah, I'm not judging. I'm kind of judging, but only a little bit. No, I'm,
1: I'm 100% judging. If you haven't read the first Harry Potter book, really, what are you doing? Like, however, the first time I read this book was over quarantine. Really. Yeah, I didn't read it in elementary school because I thought it was too cool to um, read Harry Potter.
0: Oh, well, when did you read then? You a Percy Jackson kid?
1: No, I read Percy Jackson. I only read the first book, though. That might be something we
0: touch base on. Yeah, we might have to do Percy Jackson. I've never read any of the Percy Jackson books. Have you watched the movies? Nope. I know nothing about it except that there's a girl that I've seen really pretty fan art of. Um, but that's it.
1: Oh, Annabeth, probably Annabeth. Is that yeah. her name or Annabelle? A- Annabelle. Or oh my goodness, I'm gonna get wrecked. Um, <laughs> a summary of like quick little summary of the book. Um, an 11 year old boy, Harry Potter. He, um, is a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. He's a and wizard. He, he lives with his his aunt and uncle and his uh, mean cousin. Um, after his parents tragically die. And he, he gets thrust into the world of magic and wizardry. And,
0: and he it's makes
1: just them. a load of adventures and
0: fun! He makes lots of friends along the way.
1: Yeah, he makes lots of friends. And I'm attached to every single character in this book. It's not so okay. am I. So
0: am I. So if I had to write this book out of five stars, I mean versus the other Harry Potter books. It's kind of lacking, you know, but it does start the series. So I have to give it credit for that. I'd say it's probably a 4 out of 5 for starting I series. Think,
1: yeah, I think the same I think the same thing. Definitely 4 out of 5. It is one of my least favorites. I but I don't get me wrong, I love it and it's very it, it's it's just a childhood adventure and it's just so cute and adorable however just like comparing it to the other books and even you know like watching the movies it's just I love when they get older and start forming relationships and everything gets more deep and I kind of like the more dark and twisty stuff so out of yeah I think four out of five suits it like it does get better like Harry Potter gets better. Yeah. Which is crazy because the first book is great.
0: You know what? Thinking this through more, I'm going to change to three out of five, I think. Because I'll I'll be honest, there's only, out of the seven books, you can only go up to five. And I don't know, why I like a lot of the other books more than this one. And I wouldn't say that all of the books that I like more than this one are five out of five. You know? Okay. Also, haven't you only read up to the fourth book?
1: Yeah, I have. I've only read to the fourth book.
0: Yeah, so it's gonna be fun when we get to the later ones. Yeah, that I haven't well though you've well, seen the movies, those, but yeah. it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen all the movies, but even reading the first one and then
0: watching the first movie, it's it's different. That's because Christopher Columbus stinks as a director. Um, but maybe I shouldn't say that kind of true though like, i didn't i didn't like it his style he did the first two movies he didn't do them that well to be honest
1: i think now's a nice time to say that the rest of this podcast will be spoilers
0: yeah yes this the rest so will be spoilers if you, if you don't want the so first if, harry potter book spoiled for you would you
1: then get off before i uh, before we go into spoilers though uh if you love a good adventure and fantasy and overall you want a book. This is a very introduction book and very it's very kind of like surface level. It skims a lot of things. It gives you a nice introduction to the world. But if you if you are willing to get through the first book, I mean the second book's amazing. I loved the third book and I had I have read half of the fourth book. And I love, I've, I've loved them all. They get better every time. So if you love books like that, continue reading, push to the first one, and, and you'll love it. I mean, how can you not love Harry Potter?
0: Though, to be honest, if you really wanted to, you could probably listen to this podcast and hear the summary of the first book, and then maybe even the second one, and then just start reading on the third. Because the first two books, honestly, they're kind of Scooby-Doo-ish.
1: Yeah. No, they're they're very... But, okay, to be fair, written in an 11... From a, an 11-year-old's perspective, like, it's not his exact perspective. Like, it's not... Um, that's first person, right?
0: Yeah. So this it's is not their, first person,
1: person. But it is definitely... Um, still... I don't want to say child writing because it's, her writing is, is very good and she describes things very well. But it is very, like like you said like scooby-doo like little kid very middle school um things that are happening the fights that they're having just very elementary middle school type of type of beat
0: and whimsical it's there's not um, yeah there's not the depth that the later chapters get to you know you wouldn't find a dementor in this book but exactly Exactly. it, it would feel very out of place So um, let's start talking yeah. about the first chapter, "The Boy Who Lived." First chapter is um, Dursley going to work and the cat reading the map. I quite like this chapter actually.
1: No, it was good because it had it dropped so many hints, and it really leaves like the reader kind of grasping at straws almost because. He's talking about all of these things and he's a very quirky man. Like he's you know, he's not
0: but he, he's so normal. Yeah, one of my favorite makes, things everything else. One of my favorite things is like uh he's like he almost thought he almost wished he had imagined it, which he had never wished for before because he hated imagination or something along those lines. And I was like, Wow, Jersey, you know, you're yeah. such a such a nice person.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that you know, just like dropping little hints, you know, especially if you're a first time reader, you have no idea what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh-huh. and that's when I think where the magic kind of starts because it's a different, you know, different type of magic. It's not, um, you know, waving wands, but it's this magic of imagination. And and um, J.K. Rowling starts this uh, her work with something so normal, like a guy going to work, but he's seeing all of these strange things and he's grumpy and it dives into his character, which then later uh, makes more sense for the reader as, as we go on.
0: And then suddenly Hagrid shows up and he's like, Oh, Sirius Black let me his motorbike and I just get picked up Harry. And... and it's just such a total tone change, like from Pain. in the first yeah. and second half of the chapter, because not, the Muggles are boring, you know. Like you. Don't, oh is, no! Yeah. This, <laughs> you don't want to read about the Dursleys. You want to read about McGonagall turning into a cat and Hagrid showing up, with.
1: But that McGonagall. also that. That also uh is very similar to, um, Harry Potter, and he goes into this world, and he wants to turn into a cat, and he wants to do all this magic, but it's like um like this slow like gradual build where you're just waiting for something to happen and waiting for something to happen and you know as it goes through the book it picks up and there's more magic and more adventure and more fun but it definitely leaves leaves the book on a
0: simmer for a while it does something I dislike about this book and why I like if I'm picking up a Harry Potter book to read it's probably not this one because the first half Or even the first, like, three-fifths of the book are just boring. Not... Yeah. I mean, the first time you read it, it's like, oh, my gosh, he's a wizard. Oh, my gosh, Diagon Alley, you're meeting his friends. But then when you're rereading, like, you get a one-liner from Fred and George, and that's great. But then other than that, like, you want to skip to the trap door. Like, that's...
1: Well, when I was originally going through this and I wrote in my notes app, um, Harry's hair growing. And I don't know if you picked up on this. You're, I don't know how many times you've read this book, but this is my, this was my second read. And um, I noted he kept saying that they kept cutting his hair. You know, they um, kept shaving it, all of this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, his accent was um, magic. And
1: then later he said, you know, he comes to the conclusion that he was growing his hair out. Faster because he hated his haircut, which to me doesn't really make sense. Only because if he wasn't, if his hair wasn't growing fast, no, I guess that makes sense because every time they give him a bad haircut, he wanted to grow back out.
0: Harry I is. Kind
1: of
0: I think if Harry were a little bit smarter, but it's, I'm just mentioning how much smarter or Harry's mom is than her than him. She starts using her accidental magic on purpose like she floats herself down from the swing and she makes flowers grow in her hand at least in the movie I don't remember if she it goes into that in the book but Harry is just like well I guess I can do this and then just doesn't act on it at all it's just completely like well I guess it works sometimes and I can make things weird things happen but that's
1: the only thing I don't like about the Harry series Harry Potter series as a whole I'm not a big fan of like the chosen character trope
0: yeah especially because Harry's an idiot you know
1: (laughs) yeah he makes some he makes some questionable decisions but I just it just was interesting I mean imagine I don't know
0: imagine if it were Hermione the chosen one like we would have three to four books you know
1: yeah yep no, it, she, it, he definitely is an interesting character, and he's a good character. But I do feel bad, and there has to be some ego stuff going on with him going into Hogwarts. Well, he had nothing, so, you know, obviously he was, like, humbled by that. But when he comes in, and everyone's like, Harry Potter this, Harry Potter that, and he's only 11, like, he doesn't understand. So, you know, yeah. there there has to be some issues going on with that, and I almost I wish that... um. Dumbledore would have made him like an
0: alias name? No, I think it evens out. So, him growing up with the Dursleys, right? He was abused. I mean, yeah, we can flat out, I mean, he lived in a cupboard and yeah. his, his aunt tried to throw a frying pan out his head. Very obviously yeah. abused. So, I think going into Hogwarts, it was more surreal to him that all of these people liked him for something he couldn't remember. And he ended up finding his friends and like Ron and the other boys in his dormitory. Um, But I I think it evens out, especially because like in the center of the book, when he loses all of those house points and suddenly everyone turns on him, I think he knows that, hey, people do like me because of my fame, but that doesn't mean they're always going to like me. That doesn't make me better than everyone. So I know that that's very true and that that's something that continues like it seems like every year they hate him for something and then yeah they're like oh actually you're you're great like that's fantastic like oh my goodness i love you harry potter and then all of a sudden they're like well he's probably a death eater you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) moving on to like character more in in in-depth character um stuff i wanted to talk about aunt petunia is Mm -hmm. that is that her name yeah Is it Petunia? Okay, I was making sure because that's what I wrote in my notes, but I wasn't sure if that was right. Um, of her um being jealous of her sister. So in the beginning, I want to say first half. I mean, it has to be the first like
0: when she's on the rock. Um, she's no.
1: Oh yeah, when she's yelling at him, and she was like, um, "My sister was a freak." um and my parents always like loved her and I kind of see this she has resentment for wizards I believe because she um was kind of like in the background because her sister Lily was always um getting the attention and she was a wizard and she would show magic at home and all of this stuff and then she probably has this hatred because you know as a child if you know, your parents have like a favorite child, or you know, you know what I mean, like this yeah. um disparity of love, almost. You know, they're always praising Lily, and so she she has this hatred. So with Harry being first off Lily's child, but and also like resembling Lily with his eyes, like can you imagine if you know you look and all of this hatred that she has for his, his sister, her sister, yeah, is then,
0: yeah. Honestly, if I were Petunia, I would hate my sister too. Can you imagine if your younger sister at 11 was suddenly told that she had magic and she got to go to a magic school with all her friends and she'd just come back every summer and be like, look what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. But I would despise my sister.
1: Now that that does not excuse what she's done to him. No,
0: no, I'm not saying that um
1: but it 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 doesn't makes sense you know like it just it gives insight and I I think it's awesome how uh J.K. Rowling did that you know like you can just make these inferences with small pieces and obviously as we go through more books we'll get more insight on these characters but she she was an interesting character that I thought was yeah added in
0: and she's I don't know it like her story is kind of um I don't know. Tragic's not the right word because I'm not sympathizing with an abuser, but you know, like growing up in the uh in the shadow of her sister, and then she meets Dursley and's like, Well, I guess I'll marry him, becomes a housewife to yeah. a brat. Like Yeah. And then all And all sudden, she does
1: is love her child. She, yeah. do you know, like she gives him a ton of things. I mean he's a brat, but
0: I mean, she just yeah. wants
1: him to know that she loves him.
0: Yeah, they may That's be awful. That's all she wants. They may be awful, but you can't deny that the Dursleys love their kid. Which, yep. I guess, makes it sadder how much they despise Harry. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because she's doing the exact same thing that happened to her. I'm not the exact same thing because, obviously, we don't know what her exact home life was. But if she's praising uh, yeah. Dudley she's- and then kind of, like leaving Harry it's the same exact it's just a cycle yeah she's, she's just repeating the cycle
0: yeah she's basically making Harry into herself as a child except we don't know how her, her parents treated exactly her and Lily exactly but the I guess how you perceive Lily and Petunia growing up is how Dudley and Harry kind of symbolize if that makes yep. sense
1: yeah it's it's just uh what what, is, what a parallel
0: Yes, it's parallel.
1: Um speaking of hated characters, I think uh J.K. Rowling does very good with hatred and love and the contrast between them very, very well in these books. Yeah. She develops friendships, she develops relationships, and she really makes you hate the characters that you're supposed to hate and love the characters you're supposed to love.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. I you know I know that you've read you read these books over quarantine so you don't have the same um not feelings but i don't know i read the these books i read them over the school year when i was 11 when i was in like sixth grade i read them and um i related so much to uh but this is kind of going ahead just a little bit again but the three main girls in the series hermione jenny and luna i looked up to them so much that i think my life would be dramatically different if i didn't have uh like hermione to look up to when i was yeah Like they and,
1: they and d- speaking of such a strong female character and yes. you know she's super bossy in this book um but if you think about it like She's she's bossy because she's trying to make up for everything that she lacks in. So she's a muggle. She comes here, and so she has she feels like she has to overcompensate, and no one likes to know it all.
0: Yeah, and she's a hell but of a is, lot smarter than than everyone <laughs> else there. Like even the teachers. No, oh like, no, she, yeah. She just has common sense for for the most part. For the most part.
1: And she's super smart, but I love each character has its faults. So she makes Hermione super smart and and kind, but she's also you know kind of a brat and a know it all, mm-hmm. and you know just the interactions that she has with Ron and Harry, it's middle school, it's middle school stuff. Yeah, she acts like she's eleven because she is eleven.
0: Yeah, and Ron is such like uh, is he's a normal C. He's the normal C that the trio needs because Harry's the chosen one and he grew up, um, in his situation and then. Hermione's the know-it-all who always makes the grade and wants the teachers to know her. And Ron's just like, well, I'm here. Um, This is is how the wizarding world works, guys. And he's just like a constant, like, loyal friend to the other two. And he, I feel like he's the grounding member. Like, Hermione- He definitely is. Hermione and Harry would, their friendship would not be able to survive without Ron, in my opinion.
1: No, no, he definitely was the rock. Um, speaking of the Weasley family, what I would give to spend one day with them. Oh I love God. the family dynamic.
0: Yes, Fred and George are my two favorite characters in the series. I like. Uh, I. I like George a lot more, but.
1: <laughs> I love them. I love the Weasley family. I love everything about them. Um, I love the small introduction to Ginny, in yes. these books. Um, that's some foreshadowing. Um,
0: Is it foreshadowing or is it just, hey, this is a character that we are going to, it's their sister.
1: Yeah, but I think it, I think it shows because like she's obsessed with him.
0: Oh yeah. I see. Okay. I see what you You mean. She's like, oh my gosh, can I go see Harry Potter on the train? And her mom's like, you've met him. And she's like, but I didn't know it was him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of shows their relationship forming. Just um, and Mrs. Weasley is is wonderful. How caring she was, especially to Harry. How she is this this strong mother figure that he has not had in his in his entire life. Um, she is so kind. She knits the sweaters. She sends food. I mean, they are dirt poor. They don't they don't have money, but she gives. She tries so hard to make sure that Harry is accepted and she's just such a loving woman and that's exactly what he he needed.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. He he needed a mother figure there. Like he had no parental figures at all since he was like one. Like she um another thing that I really really like about the Weasleys is their um sibling dynamic because yeah. One of my least favorite things in books is reading siblings trying to talk to each other, and they're like, "Hey, bro, hey, sis, this yep. is we're talking," and it's awkward. or
1: or it's them just hating each other. I hate my sibling, and all yeah. of that. Like, there's and while there there are people who don't have good relationships with their siblings, I, it, it's it's a it's a nice breath of fresh air to have a normal family dynamic.
0: Yeah. Where, the, where Fred and George are just teasing Percy, oh Percy, you're a prefect. You mentioned that yeah. once or twice a minute all summer. Like, I love yeah. that. And then when they're teasing Ginny and they're like, Don't worry, Ginny, we'll send you a Hogwarts toilet seat to remember us. <laughs> just yeah. like
1: Yeah, no, it's it's very it's so realistic, you know? It's it's almost like you're you're standing right there, like listening in on their conversation.
0: Yeah. So that, that's um, definitely some of my favorite characters.
1: Um, yeah. I wanted to talk a little... I had a question. Okay. So about this whole... This introduction to this blood war that we have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Between pure bloods, mud bloods, um, half bloods, this type of... Half bloods type of dynamic. Mm-hmm. So... If... M- if harry's mom lily yeah. if petunia was non-magic that means their parents had to have been of non-magic right yeah lily or was a muggle one of them magic one of them not lily was a muggle lily Lord. was a muggle mm-hmm. okay so um but if a muggle and let's say harry's dad was pure
0: yeah. pure
1: blood then does that that makes harry a pure blood if his mom was a muggle.
0: I- know. I- Harry is- isn't he considered a half-blood, yeah?
1: I don't know, that's why I'm asking.
0: I'm pretty sure Harry's a half-blood, because the pure-bloods didn't consider muggle-borns to be, like, actual wizards. Yeah. You know? Wait, I'm- I'm looking this up. I think he is, from what I remember of my, um, pre-teen obsession
1: yeah okay i just i just wondered
0: yeah so he's he's a half blood um
1: okay
0: Pure to be pure blood i think you're it has to be like a certain number of generations that were never specified on either side are um pure bloods um one thing that i always found weird is that the weasleys were pure bloods but they didn't believe in blood purity how did how did they manage to keep it to purebloods like on accident. Because it seems like most of the purebloods are in Slytherin.
1: That that's true. That's true. But I, I think it's if you if you grow up with those people around you, then you're more likely to hang out with those. I'm
0: not sure though. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I think muggle borns are coming from muggle or squib parents. Yeah. half-bloods you have to have one wizard parent and then one either muggle or muggle-born parent and then pure-bloods are however many generations. So I think pure-blood just covers everyone that's not pure pure-blood or muggle-born. That was hard to say.
1: Okay, so so that would make sense if the Weasleys like
0: they just never okay. married muggle-borns, I guess.
1: Maybe, or they they could have, but if it's one generation, no.
0: Hmm. Because that whole family is pure blood, isn't it? Like, when we meet all the relatives in later books. And then in this book, Ron Ron was like, "Uh, yeah, everyone in my family's a wizard, except like my second cousin. He's an accountant, but we don't talk about him. Why don't they talk about him if they're not blood supremacists?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I just wanted to bring that up because I did. I wasn't sure
0: yeah, that was, how that worked. That was kind of a rant. I might Another character that's obviously very interesting is Draco. Peeves. Peeves? <laughs> oh. Peeves. Peeves the ghost. Okay. I
1: love Peeves. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, he needs to make an appearance in this podcast once. Peeves, you have such a good sense of humor. I love you, and I love that you pick on little kids.
0: Peeves is great. Peeves just he's
1: like he he genuinely made me laugh like in the in the books when they're running right before fluffy the whole fluffy yeah. situation or not fluff is his name fluffy yeah that's a yeah. we hit a dog yeah okay um when they're running and filch yep he yes, yeah, i'm so bad with names it's he's fine. running down the hall and peeves is like oh, the kids are over here and Philtz comes up and he's like, where are the kids? And he says, say please. And Phils is like, cut it. Tell me where they are. And he says, I won't say nothing until you say please. So then when he says, please, he says, nothing. And laughs and cackles and walks away. And that made me laugh so hard <laughs> because he's so just dramatic and out there and just hates everyone. I think he was such a good comic character he didn't really have a role or anything but it just was a nice like comedic break after they've been running yeah. through the hallways and
0: he's such a good side character i um yes. i think they had him in the movie originally for like a, a small role but then they cut him
1: they cut and, him i and... know oh i remember watching it and not seeing him and i was very
0: disappointed yeah because peeps is i mean peeps is great like he's he's so a great yeah, back to Draco. After I was <laughs> rudely interrupted to talk about <laughs> a poltergeist, I'm sorry. I love, like, I love
1: Peeves. It's I love Peeves, and the fact fan. that his name is Peeves, because he, you know, like does what everyone hates. Like I just so cute. Anyways, Draco Malfoy, that one Ew. kid that everyone hates in class. Back, you
0: know back. who you are. Dra- Draco is. Uh, my father will hear about this. Yes.
1: He is, oh. he is daddy's boy. Rego and his bleach blonde hair and pointy facial features. What's um, up with- She did great. But he-, he has some major issues going on.
0: He does.
1: For him is he has this he looks up to his dad and he loves his dad and he just spews whatever his dad says because, well, that's what you do as a little kid. Yeah, that's what you do. You don't have your own opinions. No. You you don't have your own opinions. Did I say parents?
0: No, you said opinion.
1: Okay. For some reason, (laughs) anyway. Um, he has parents, unlike Harry, but he (laughs) does not have his own opinions. So he just spews whatever his parents say, which is normal, especially as a middle schooler. Like, you know, um... I'm going to be interested in seeing in later books if he starts to change his opinion a little bit. So right now he's, like, pure bloods all the way. But I'm wondering if we'll start getting drops of, like, hints of him getting his own opinion. You know?
0: Yeah. I won't answer that because I've read this series so many times that I... don't spoil it for me. Yeah, I just, I won't.
1: Um, well, let's just, let, let's have a slight, a slight detour of the TikTok obsession over Draco <laughs>
0: Um, that was so weird. I never had a crush on oh him. Oh my goodness, no! That- <laughs> like, what? It was so funny. It was. Why did that? Why were people so obsessed it with was it?
1: Purely Tom Felton. Also, it's kind of creepy because some of the photos would be him of like as an act, like a literal child.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that's gross. Like, I get it. Fiction. He's playing a fictional character. Yeah. But he's that he's doesn't mean he character. himself is a fictional character. You can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna make a fan yeah. edit of this twelve year old actor. No. Yeah. No. It's just weird and creepy. That's how that works.
1: But I did think he was a perfect Draco Malfoy. He was sassy and um, just a plain bully. And he really portrayed that well in the movies, I thought.
0: I think he was one of the better kid actors. Um, But in the book, um, he's such a little... (laughs) I wasn't supposed to curse. Um, (laughs) No, he is. Uh, He
1: really is. He is just... My dad says blank. Like I oh if people said that at school, yeah. I mean just the looks that you would get. Like if, if I went to school and I was like, my dad says blank.
0: Yeah. Like
1: you get beat up.
0: Yeah. Someone
1: needs to beat him up.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine walking into school and going to like a class and the teacher says something and you're like, well my dad says this. So
1: Yeah. My dad says I don't have to do my homework. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna get beat up after school. Literally, literally. (laughs) Like, what's your dad gonna do then, buddy? Back it up.
0: True. Um, I I'm excited to read through Draco a little bit more again, because
1: I mean, yes, I'm excited to see his character development the most, I think. But I'm just obviously excited to see um, like the main three grow up but i'm i'm really excited to see how he changes throughout the book. My
0: on the other hand, my favorite character development of any of them throughout the series is Neville. I Neville, love I Neville. love Neville. He's a cutie. I love watching Neville grow up because he's just I don't know. I he's just so shy and like I don't know. He he just changes so much. Like he co- grows into himself in a different way and it's i don't know it's just one of my favorites oh
1: yes and he's introduced in this book as this clumsy fool who keeps losing his toad and he has to go to the nurse's office how many times he falls off his broomstick breaks his hand or wrist sorry
0: also i feel Um, like i should say this because i haven't like explicitly said this so Allie has seen all of the movies and she's read the first four books and I have seen all the movies, read all the books multiple times. This is my this was my childhood series. You know, I read this over and over again. So, um, don't expect my memory to be this great about um, the following books in this podcast. It's really just this series that I that I have the memory of. <laughs> I felt like I should yeah, say no. that disclaimer.
1: I I'm excited. I'm excited to read the the books because. I I live for character development. I yes. live and breathe character development. Me and I are in, are in a book club together, and I always bring up the character's development because I'm absolutely in love with character development. I like plot. Obviously, I love a good plot, but character development just hits different. It hits different. Char- I love...
0: I know you can't wait for the romantic aspects of the book to start... Which
1: oh don't don't even get me started. I also love a good romance. Who doesn't yeah. good romance except for you?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't love a good romance. I can make an exception with Harry Potter, but others are just. I like other books. Mm, I'm I'm a found family type person. You know, I I love seeing Harry get a uh, closer to the Weasleys in this book and um, Hermione and the whole trio just becoming closer, that's, that's my, that's my cup of tea.
1: Oh, I love it. I just, um, what else? I wanted to bring up one more thing. Oh, yes. Um, if, if you could write a, like, a prequel, no, is it a prequel? Oh, like a novelette. Of Mm -hmm. one of the characters' perspectives from this book, what character would you choose? Dumbledore. Oh man, that was so fast too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but how much does Dumbledore know of what they're doing, you know? Like, is he just letting the kids figure it out? Like, does he want this to happen? Oh man, that would be so good. I don't trust Dumbledore as far as I can throw him. So, I I would love to read a novel of his thought process behind leaving Harry at the Dursleys, what he thinks of Harry and his friends, um... If he had like, in con- trouble. if he had like concerns of Harry going into a different house because he wasn't there to like see how he was raised. Yeah, I
1: that would be that would be so good. I was gonna say I was gonna say Snape. No offense we, to Alan you know, Rickman.
0: But- Alan Rickman made Snape great, but if you just go off of Book Snape, awful person. No book
1: Snape is so hates crazy. children.
0: Would not no, be surprised. He hates
1: children. You know what? That just relates so much to real world stuff because there are so many teachers that I'm like. Why are you even a teacher?
0: Yeah, you it,
1: hate kids. Don't
0: be a teacher if you hate kids, or if you yeah. think in the future there might be a possibility that you start hating kids. You know.
1: Uh, public service announcement. Public If ser- you hate kids, public if service. If you hate kids, <laughs> just don't, don't do that. Don't. It saves everyone the time. Don't you become a teacher. If you go don't. find
0: something that like. pays. You know, like. You, ha- you need to like teaching to be a teacher.
1: No one wants to work with smelly kids. So the teachers who are good, I just thank you. Thank Especially you. during quarantine. From the Thank bottom you, of teachers. The- who yeah. just love what they're doing and tried their, their hardest in the pandemic. We yeah. love you. Like Professor McGonagall. I was going to say, be a
0: McGonagall instead of a Snape. Public service. Yeah,
1: exactly period do that do that I love McGonagall
0: she's such a queen
1: the, the strong women in this book I'll say it again the strong women in this book are just phenomenal you can tell that
0: this book was written by a woman you know
1: by oh no you really can
0: So one of my favorite settings in the entire series is definitely Diagon Alley. Like, I love reading Hagrid's description of it, or I guess Harry's description of it in all the stories. Like, I I would love to go there.
1: This was an interesting introduction to, and like this wand world almost, this you don't choose the wand the wand chooses you which sounds so cheesy but i love it i love it
0: there's so many like chosen moment like chosen one moments like everything is meant to be everything's pre-decided and it's like well hmm, okay
1: yeah i i kind of i don't like that a little bit only because when you know like real life you know something it sucks sometimes like real moment here <laughs> yeah and you know like you don't just things don't come easy you know you're not just automatically this amazing quidditch player you know like all of a sudden harry's this awesome uh yeah quidditch player and that that's a little frustrating to me because it it's not like he didn't put work in it like obviously he's going to all these practices and stuff but you yeah, know but especially like, as a kid yeah. you get this like skewed perception it's
0: but really, really, they want us, like, I get it that one of the main things is, like, Harry's dad was a Quidditch player, and it's in his blood, yeah. and he's he going to be a sports guy because he's cool. But you really think that his first time on a broom, he beat Draco Malfoy, who's probably been riding brooms since he was, like, a year old? Yeah. Just I mean, yeah. it just seems a little unrealistic. But beggars can't be choosers, I mean... <laughs> no it
1: still was awesome and going in and he gets this wand that's like the other half of he who must not be named's wand
0: yeah oh my gosh it's just meant to be that hairy god it's
1: the matching
0: the matching like phoenix feather or whatever like, yeah i mean
1: and also just like um walking around town and just it's this it was a very get a feel for the world like, this is the first time the reader gets pushed into the world, mm-hmm. because Hagrid, you know, takes them there. And yeah. so this is your first glimpse into the world. I just can imagine, like, you're walking down the sidewalk, and there's all these different shops, and there's so much stuff going on, and people are moving, kind of like, not New York City, but like, big city type
0: beat. Yeah, and the buildings are all, like, lopsided, and I, that's it's how I picture funky it. Funky, just- and colors like, kind of how, um, the burrow, like, in the movies is, where it's just, like, a ton of built, like, rooms stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Like, I just picture Diagon Alley just, like, buildings, like, crammed next to each other with bent walls, and I'm, it's, like, thousands of years old.
1: And everything's very hectic and crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. like, obviously, magic, like, a ton of stuff is going on. It's probably very overwhelming for Harry to, like, be in here. But he's super excited, and it just is super cute. I love that. Um wow. Speaking of, of and he meets love and, and hecticness, very hectic underneath Hogwarts.
0: Yeah. Trap door. Tra- <laughs> that was a great transition, Allie.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're so
0: welcome. <laughs> yeah, the trap door. I've pre- okay. Besides the obvious like plot hole of why did they make it so three eleven year olds could figure out how to get through this uh maze of traps designed by the teachers that conveniently plays to their strengths. Um other than that, I really like the trapdoor and all of the rooms. I think Fluffy Yeah was me cool too. Because Fluffy was I like I, I I
1: just I'm a little confused, though, again, at how these 11 year olds beat it, considering they have knowledge of an 11 year old. I think another thing is like this whole, um, they're figuring out all of this stuff as children and they're going through all of these events and, and none of them really understand the depth or magnitude of what is going on. For example, Harry Potter sees Voldemort for the first time. Yeah, And he's in the back of um, Professor Quill's head, which is disturbing if you think about it. If, you know, if you saw this in real life, um, especially as an 11-year-old, that that's personally scarring. And it kind of gets glossed over.
0: Yeah. But, and also, Harry, at the end, after they go through all the doors, um he kills coral like yeah this 11-year-old murders a man
1: yeah and it's very it's very glossed over and i think that that could possibly be a trauma response like blocking everything out i think that this is a, a probably another topic we can talk about for the next book for the second harry potter book only because i, I want to see strong. i don't remember if they go into any mental health anything
0: i yeah that I mean, wizards don't have therapy for some reason. And I feel like all of them could use therapy, including the adults.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially.
0: <laughs> the adults.
1: Especially the adults. Yeah. <laughs> because if you think about it, they've already, uh, all of these teachers have been through a war before. Yeah. No, yeah. Um. You know. I'm, I'm wondering, uh, um, like, for an outside perspective, what are all of these other kids thinking?
0: Yeah. Like They're just like, because from their perspective, it's like, okay, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are gone doing something for the day, and um, I can't believe they lost us all these house points, and then there's just Neville coming in like, oh my god, you won't believe what they did. They're not going to believe Neville. And then Harry's yeah. suddenly in the hospital wing, just yeah. passed out. And then next yeah. thing you know, they're in the Great Hall, and Dumbledore's like, Oh, for outstanding bravery, I'm gonna give like two hundred house points, and suddenly Gryffindor wins. Like what? If, I if I were a Slytherin, I would be so mad. Oh, same. I'd be like, what did these eleven year olds do? What?
1: Oh, oh, exactly, and especially because it's not just like it's not first years against first years. It's first through how many seven. years are there? Six? seven, seven. seven, 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 seven.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine being like a seventh year Slytherin in this case, and you're at your last feast, and you're like, oh, my gosh, Slytherin won the House Cup, and we're doing- Yeah, you're
1: 18 years old. You're 18, and these 11-year-olds get bravery points.
0: Yeah, and suddenly, oh, well, I guess my house didn't get the rewards for doing what we were supposed to do all year, because- I don't know, bravery? Like, they're not told anything. I'd be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that would be so funny. You're like, Slytherin, you're like, um, these 11-year-olds did what?
0: Yeah. You're like, um, Neville literally got petrified by his friends, and that's how they won? What?
1: <laughs> you're like, I'll be like, hey, Mia, come stand over here. Let me, let me do a spell on yeah. you. Let me do a spell on you. It'll take one second. It only take one
0: second. It takes, tr- it takes courage to stand up to enemies, but even more to stand up to friends. And the Slytherins are over there like, I don't care. What?
1: <laughs> where are our house points?
0: Where are the? I asters?
1: repeat. Where are the house points? Yeah. <laughs> um. They're like they're all looking at Draco. They're like yeah, you're eleven. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so oh, funny. Uh, speaking of funny, Draco being the snake that he is, and sending, he's like, I want to duel you, Harry Potter, and then just straight up telling "Uh, Phils he, to go up
0: he's there. He's such a snitch.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, we're fighting the tower at midnight. Meet me in the tower. And you send a teacher up there?
0: Yeah. You send a teacher up there? <laughs> I'd be so mad at you. (laughs) Boy, When you first read the book, well, wait, had you seen the movie before you read the first book? Mm, Yes, I did. For most of the book, they were searching for Nicholas Flamel, who was Dumbledore's alchemy partner, they found out, uh, through the Chocolate Frog card at the end, Um, and he they're protecting that's what the stone was that the mirror was protecting
1: oh my goodness I just forgot his name that just shows how great of a reader I am that I I just love the subtle hints that she does yeah just the the subtle thing that yeah speaking of subtle things the rat
0: oh my god the rat Every time the rat. every time they brought up Scabbers, I was like, this is very spoiler. If you haven't read past um the first book, if you've just read the first book to listen to this, um you probably should have stopped listening a while ago. But that's fine. Um the rat is a person. And it's really weird to think about that the person lived in Uh, Ron's bedroom for all of those years, and he's just like a grown man (laughs) pretending to be an animal. Ew. Um, Ew. And that man is also a mass murderer. Yeah. So... Love that. (sighs) Disgusting. Love that. Oh, one last thing to touch on. The mirror of Eris. wow
1: yes that's a big one yeah we we almost
0: missed that the mirror
1: seeing what you want to see Uh, what would you see what would you see in the mirror do you
0: think i i'd take one from flynn Ryder's book and just have like an enormous pile of money or something that's just not a good answer
1: oh that's a good answer what what i i think you need to think deeper i think you're thinking very surface level if yeah. you think about it, he wants to see his parents and he wants to see the the love that he gets from his parents because he does not have a lot of love in his life.
0: Yeah. What would you see?
1: I think I would see an older version of myself. Not gonna lie. Just, I'm just not sure older. quite how old. But um, I you're... think I just would see myself aged.
0: Your deepest desire is to see what you look like when you're old?
1: No, probably not. But I'm I'm thinking like living living that long, you know what um, I mean? Like like getting through it. Like I got through all of this, and like I'm I don't know. Maybe I would be holding something that would like symbolize like what I did with my life, or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some accomplishment of just seeing me like accomplished as like as I'm older.
0: Yeah, just seeing like yourself. I don't know seeing um what you're destined to do rather than having to figure it out is that what you mean yeah yeah i get that kind of like a yeah i okay i think i have my final answer i would see me and my family surrounded by enormous piles of money of money yeah
1: surrounded by enormous piles of money, of money. <laughs> Personal question time. Get to know you. Question answer type, type thing going on here. So I think so, favorite um, book. Ooh, I mean that's. I feel like that's pretty basic. Like that's favorite yeah. book.
0: That's a good question for this podcast. Obviously. Yeah. Um, my favorite book is The Martian. The Martin. Wow. that's my favorite
1: book. Wow. That's your favorite.
0: hmm um, Okay. So
1: what makes that, what makes that book like your
0: favorite? I love the science and stuff in the book. It combines my two favorite things. I love like the physics of it, though he's um, a bio If you don't know what that book is, it's basically a book about a guy who's stuck on Mars and he has to figure out how to survive until his team can come save him. Um, but it combines my two favorite things. You know, I get to read a book, And I get to learn about this hypothetical situation on Mars where this biologist is stuck. And I just think it's, I I love that book so much. Yeah, that's a good one. What's your favorite book?
1: Okay, this is probably going to sound really basic, but I think my favorite book, of all time is probably the hunger Games series
0: well that's in a book Uh,
1: Which, which one of the books probably the first one maybe the second one though because this is this is my debate I love the first one and I love the second one I think I'm gonna have to go with the first the first one hunger games
0: I love the hunger games that is such a good choice Um,
1: if you haven't heard of the Hunger Games, it's basically this dystopian society where every year, um, the districts or kind of like, you know, states, like provinces, they, um, all have to give up a girl and a boy to go fight to the death in this arena. It's extremely well written. Please go read it if you haven't read it yet. I'm disappointed in you if you haven't read it yet. However, I do put a disclaimer on there that if you should be um it is graphic yeah, so it's probably... you know, um, i read this book in middle school and i read the whole series and i thought it was good but i again over quarantine i went through and read lots of reread books read lots of books I had lots of time with quarantine being stuck and my family, we all watch the uh, the movies together. So I was like, you know what? I'll read. The, I'll reread the books. So I reread the books, and they really hit me on
0: how I'm, they are just so good. Like I love all the characters. Um, yeah,
1: I, it, it's just so deep. So just keep in mind that if you decide to read it, it's brilliant. It's brilliant writing. Just everything is so good. Very. I I, I read the second book in one day. So yeah. it's not like a super long read. They're not super long.
0: I don't remember my first read through. I remember, I do remember I read them in like fifth grade and I snuck them from the part of the elementary school library that you weren't supposed to read until you were in sixth grade. So I was a true, oh. I was a true rebel. Um, I totally, yeah. I just took the book. I was just like, I want to read oh, okay. The Hunger Games. And so I read The Hunger Games and then I put it back um well
1: they're amazing
0: yeah you know to, I, I was such a rebel as a kid you know i snuck restricted books you know Books?
1: <laughs> wait you know what that sounds like <gasps> hermione
0: wow i i mean i'm really showing where i got my personality
1: yes <laughs> I guess that's a good place to wrap up this podcast. Right. Thanks you. Thanks for listening and thanks for yeah. listening to our endless rants and how much we love how much I love character development. I can't speak for you, Mia. I gave I gave 4 out of 5 stars for this I, first first book.
0: I'm sticking with 3. I think 3 is solid. Hey. All right, so I've been Mia
1: and this is Allie, and thank you for listening. You can contact us um, over email at amnoveltybooks.com or give us a follow on Instagram at books. Thanks for listening.